welcome to the Sage Thought Leadership Podcast. Financial professionals, let's move forward together. Well, hi, everyone, and welcome to our podcast. I'm Ed Kless, and with me today is my Sage colleague, Ann Doney. Ann's career trajectory from CPA to financial software development professional at Sage has been driven by a commitment to enhancing fixed asset management solutions. With a background spanning domain compliance, product design, and quality assurance, Ann currently serves as the product owner and engineer manager for Sage Fixed Assets. Her focus on incremental improvements has been instrumental in optimizing workflows for accounting professionals, enabling them to better manage their assets with less effort. Anne is enthusiastic about the potential of generative AI, especially as it applies to the latest release of Sage Fixed Assets. Welcome to the Sage Thought Leadership Podcast, Anne Doney. Thank you, Ed. I appreciate you having me on. Well, first off, Anne, why do you do what you do? Well, the funny thing is, uh, some of it's covered in my bio, right? I went from accounting, uh, CPA, where I did audit and tax and everything, and then I got into software development and found I love this because I've always had some interested interest in software and automating things more. Um, so in my career here at Sage, I just like to find opportunities to make it work a little bit better for people, a little bit easier, and with things that are happening lately with large language models, right, and AI, it's becoming an exciting time for an industry that's kind of been steady for quite a while up until the last, you know, decade or so. Yeah, there are a fairly limited number of ways that you can depreciate fixed assets, but that doesn't mean that we can't apply this cool technology to it. So talk to me about what do you think the potential is in generative AI as applied to fixed assets? I wouldn't think that that's a, you know, oh, yeah, there's, got, there's, a, there's a clear marriage there. You've got an excellent point. It took me a little while to, to find that right use case, but we did eventually. Um, one that we're just trialing now because in our last release, which was... Uh, last month, so about three weeks ago, we released a generative help chatbot. So we call her Sage Fix Assets Ally. And what we did is we trained the chatbot on all our user documentation, like our user guides, 558 pages. We have hundreds of help topics. There's knowledge base articles out there. Our product has been around for decades and has a lot of excellent help. But from talking to customers, They'd often ask questions that we knew was covered in the help, but they weren't finding and seeing it. So we're like, how can we make it easier for people to discover the great features in this product and get a boost in their productivity from features they already have? Does it also uh, potentially give them some advice as to what might be best practices in their particular organization? That is interesting that you ask that because I've seen a question or two around that. Typically, we don't have that in our on-help topics, but you, you bring up a great point because we're getting to see what customers are asking, and we're going to learn from this. We're going to learn so much. Uh, like, for example, um, some customers have asked, can you find land in this list? And they mean their own asset list, right? Well, we don't have it programmed to actually look at their own data and analyze it. There's a future idea. People need that. Um, right now, we can just retrain. We can retrain the chatbot daily um, or as often as we want with more specific help. We can say, hey, there's a find feature. Use that find feature. Here's how to do it. Um, 
but long-term, we can get product ideas that will really help customers better utilize the product and help them grow their business through better asset management. Um, so there's, there's really, sky's the limit. This is really a learning opportunity for us. And maybe some of these features where you just ask the bot to do things for you, like create me a group of assets that have land in their description, could be on in the future. Mm-hmm. I'm speculating, of course, but it's exciting. What about any thought to, you know, anonymizing the data from customers with regard to fixed assets so that it can be better leveraged to help other customers as well? You know, other customers in your situation may have taken advantage of this particular thing. I love that idea. And I think that is a place we can eventually, you know, get to with customers' permission, with the right security around their data, so they know nothing about their fixed assets is being shared that would be inappropriate. One good thing it is, you know, fixed asset information. It's not um, personal information, but we'd have to put those right guardrails in place, and that's definitely a possibility. Yeah, the customer would perhaps have the option, you know, like we all seen, are you willing to share this data, our data set with this to help improve the product long term? Exactly, exactly. I think that's a very exciting opportunity um, because with AI, it's, it's at this point, it's generative. And I am impressed with a lot of the answers that the product gives. Every once in a while, the product, the answers aren't quite complete, you know, or perfect too. So I, we, we do put that out there. This is generative AI, and answers may not always be exactly correct. But I, from what I've seen, we're getting a lot of questions that it's answering really well and just telling them, hey, yes, you can do that in the product. Here's where you find that feature. Yeah, it could even be potentially, I guess, sub- sub- suggestive as to how the asset should be traded based on the description that's put in of the asset, too. Yes, and and not to mention all the tax rules around that, right? So people did start sharing that data, and we start getting that large amount of data to share. It's like, hey, this one typically has this life and this method. You maybe categorized it as this. Are you sure? That's right. You know, some error mm-hmm. checking some different possibilities to, again, speed up and make their data more consistent and follow tax rules where they apply. Gap rules, it's a bit different, but you still have to follow consistency rules. Yep, absolutely. Uh, what uh, I guess our CTO, Adam, uh, Aaron Harris, talks about is a continuous audit, and you're almost continuously auditing the user if you're taking a look at that stuff. So it's pretty cool. Right. And we have an exit question that we ask all of our guests, and that is, who is a hero of yours, and why are they a hero? All right. Uh, I will say I probably need to say both of my parents, because my dad had a small business. He got me involved in it. I was, you know, welding bandsaw blades as a teenager, and it was a great experience to have that hands-on business, and he was a bit of an inventor, too, even though he didn't go to college, Um, had some machines patented, so I love seeing that uh, just take it on and do it spirit, and my mom, you know, she handled the finances and investments for our family, and that wasn't real common (laughs) years and years ago, so they were both good role models. And lastly, Anne, how can somebody contact you? They can contact me at my Sage email, which is Ann, A-N-N, dot Doni, D-O-N-I-E, at sage.com. 
All right. Andoni, the product owner and engineer manager for Sage Fixed Assets and my Sage colleague, thanks so much for being a guest on the Sage Thought Leadership Podcast. Thank you, Ed. It's been a pleasure. I appreciate it. Review and subscribe by searching your podcast player of choice for Sage Thought Leadership Podcast.